Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Vent. This is Vent Weekly. A collaboration between Vice and Brent 2020, London Borough of Culture. get a cracking. Hey, and welcome to Vent Weekly. I'm Santos. And I'm Nuruddin. Each week, we have a chat with a journalist or an expert about a topic we think is important. This episode is trainers. New trainers get released all the time. This month, it's Nike and Supreme Collaboration. But trainers these days are mad money. I think the most I've spent on a pair of trainers is £160 and they were the Nike Air Max 90 VT Haystacks. One, three, five. It was the Jordan Obsidians. Probably about, I think, 250 or 300 quid. It was um, some Yeezys back in the day. £500. It was Balenciaga. The socks. The most I've spent on a pair of trainers is £80. I always get discount. Retail. The reasonable price for trainers, retail. Never pay resale, kids. So Santos, what's the most you've ever spent on trainers? Honestly, I think I have spent £150 on trainers before once, but it was like Jordans, innit? Okay. And obviously Jordans, they usually are kind of in that price range, depending on the model, but they usually range from about £100 upwards. That's fair. What about you? What's the most you've spent on trainers? I, I'd say 150 still. 150 The normal Nike price now, because that's how much all Nike shoes are, basically. We've brought in editor-in-chief advice, Jamie Clifton to have a chat with us about trainers isn't it like we're trainer heads he's a trainer head we're gonna have a trainer head discussion so jamie as me and santos have given our do you know what i'm saying our maximum price mm-hmm. for shoes it's gonna ask you man what's i think i'm the same as you 150 for 97s maybe 160 for these uh supreme nike collaboration ones are they the 98s no, they were like, they're, they kind of look like hiking shoes. They're really ugly oh. shoes. Yeah, but I, I, re- I like them, but they're like, yeah. they're ugly shoes. Okay. But like, what made you love them? What made you say, okay, you looked at them and you were like, I'm going to spend them. 160 quid on these shoes. I went through this period where I was just like endlessly buying super. I had a proper like supreme addiction. I was just oh. like, every time it was like, you know, dropped it's like they drop new shit every day, every Thursday at 11 a.m. I go on the website. And like, I didn't even like it that much, but I was like, if I don't buy it now, it's going to sell out because this stuff sells out in like three yeah. minutes. So I was like, I've just got to buy them. I was buying them to resell them because you can, you know, you can resell all Supreme stuff for like twice the money. A um, lot of people do that. Like they queue up outside these stores when they're yeah, having releases like yeah, that. Exactly. And they just get these exclusive items and end yeah. up selling them for more. I think the first uh, Nike Supreme collaboration in New York, there was a actual, there was a genuine riot. They had to bring in like riot police to like riot, shut everyone yeah. down. Even when, when Travis did his release... I think it was with the the Jordans. Cactus, and, Cactus Jack. Yeah, and literally, like, everyone went crazy. They were, like, knocking over fences and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a one-in-one one release. You're yeah. never going to get that again. But, bro, it's trainers, cuz. Yeah, but <laughs> trainers that have 
meaning, man. They got they yeah, got of course, sentiment, well. man. But people like you seen when when all of these like celebrities at their shows, they're they're yeah. giving their trainers out to their fans mm-hmm. as well, like. That I understand, innit? If you're a big fan of an artist and it's like they're wearing like a dope set of shoes, innit? And they're giving it to you at a show as well. You're going to be like, all right, cool. That night in London 02, like that's where I got these pair of shoes. I probably wouldn't even wear them. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? I'll keep them in my room every time I have a friend over. But like, you know where those came from. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So what's your favorite brand? Nike. Yeah, Yeah. I I agree on that still. I think we're all Nike heads in here. Nike boys for real. For real, we need saying. we need that endorsement ASAP. Yeah. <laughs> Nike, shout me. I'm not gonna lie. I grew up on Nikes. It's a brand I can't even say Nike because it's Nike. I worked um, mm. I worked there in um, Oxford Circus one. Oh, so really? the big the big Nike. Do you get a discount? Yeah, I had like 44 percent. Must have been amazing. Still. That's what I bought these shoes with. So they were they they were one fifty, but you got this ninety. I take that to ninety pounds. Reasonable. Discount. Um, Reasonable. Mm. Yeah, 97s were 90 pounds, around that price. So everything was nice working there. But Nike has been inside my blood since. Dude. Yeah, man. Since you ever owned any Adidas? I, I did, but I'm not going to lie. I didn't rate it. I owned the ZX Fluxes mm-hmm. when they were like fire in 2015. I owned maybe one pair of Superstars and that's it. And I've always been Nike. Other yeah, than I just that. don't yeah. rate Adidas. No, I never was Adidas either. Like I maybe just owned the tracksuit from Adidas because like they were generally quite comfy, mm-hmm. but never no shoes. Like I used to skateboard when I was like fourteen, fifteen. So Jeez. I was either wearing Vans or like SBs, mm. like Nike SBs. So SBs yeah. on the feet, man. SBs are so comfy, man. Bro, like it's it's getting to my head now. Like why have chainers become so important? They're like the most popular shoe, like in the UK. It's the first thing a person sees when they look at you. Your shoes, but why trainers? Do you know what I'm saying? Trainers have become like the most. So you gotta make sure you're wearing them trainers, man. Do you know what I'm saying? So they get. Yeah, it's like a real status thing, isn't it? It's like the Balenciaga is a case in point. Like all of last year, maybe it was the year before, but they're just everywhere. And it's, I don't like, you can kind of justify it, but I don't understand spending that much money on something you're gonna like stomp around in all day. Like you can take care of them, obviously, but like you see people wearing them to gigs, wearing them to festivals, to clubs and stuff. Exactly, yeah. Because like, you want to like flex people and like show them off. Wearing the club, but... Loub- all right, Louboutins. Let's talk about those. Cause... The spiky ones. Yeah, <laughs> the shoes with the, the spikes. The red bottoms, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, red bottoms, man. It's dripping in sauce. I'm not gonna lie. Everyone has to show the bottom of their shoe. When they're wearing that, yeah, <laughs> everyone they, they has start doing that karate, that kick karate that, kick in, in their pictures, bottom, just yeah. to show the red bottoms. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, that flex is it's done out here now. So, Jamie, how do you think trainers have gone from practical to fashionable now? I think it started in, as far as I know, at least it started in seventies, eighties, when they were like Nike were making like track shoes and that kind of thing, but then started making shoes for basketball players, and then. Rappers started wearing them, yeah, and then from then it's just like snowballed to where it is today. I, I feel like that Michael Jordan endorsement was really big as exactly, well. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Like and Jordans are still some of the most like exactly prominent shoes. shoes. Yeah, like they will go on forever in it. Like, yeah, Jordans are just mad because through the years as well, you've seen the development in it. I'm not gonna lie, along the years, some of the 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 ones they did drop one. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I looked at some... them and I was a bit like, mm. yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like, you have the main ones that will just always be like, fours. You know what I'm saying? Fours are hard. Fours. I, I mentioned them in the song store. Oi. But, but nah. Yeah, I know what you mean by saying hard. Jordans, like they've had their spikes in terms of popularity. Like recently, I've seen them picking up loads of people are getting these Jordan ones because mm-hmm. they've just been pictured it's, it's part of the drip yeah, yeah everyone sees jordan ones different colors now they've got so many colors 
like unimaginable colors. So I feel like having a shoe that is just popular and loads of makes and models of it, it will sell. Yeah. What was popular when you were at school? Was there like a status shoe? The Wallaby. No, I'm joking. But uh, <laughs> that was the what are those? <laughs> that was what we were all wearing. But um, like Nike, ninety fives. 95s was secondary school times. That was mm. the big shoe. Yeah. Air Max, isn't it? Air Max, yeah. yeah Air Max yeah, 1. Yeah. They were like bare popular, even like all white or all black. People would try like get away with the all black ones, innit? Mm-hmm. So, cause they because they look like school shoes, like innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All black but Air Forces to school nah. and you feel like the man. Yeah. So I remember <laughs> I tried to do that with the triple black Karachis when they came out. Oh, yeah. you were saucy. But literally, I remember I, I waited out for them in like Croydon at Foot Locker. I got there at like 5 a.m. Literally had a hot chocolate and that, but I was the first in the line in it, and I was like there, like running a little bit late. Then, cause I woke up early in it, and then I was like, "Right, I'm gonna get there. There's gonna be so many people." I got there, no one was there yet, so I was like, "Wait, is this even happening?" Or like, did I get out of bed for no reason? And then obviously, yeah. And then you can only buy like one or two pairs at a time, and it's so it's long. But like people actually go there in groups. Do you know what I'm saying? And get other people to buy it, and they just give them like a small cut just for being there in yeah, the morning yeah. and stuff. Yeah, that's a whole like micro industry in itself. People paying people to queue for them. They so call they them. They call them, them bodies. There you go. <laughs> that's just crazy, man. Yeah, but I'll happily pay more on trainers than like smart shoes. Smart shoes. Yeah. Yeah. I was reading about this this morning, and it's like. People kind of get freaked out when you spend a lot of money on trainers, but then kind of don't bat an eyelid if you spend the same money or more on like dress shoes or whatever, or yeah. like, you know, smart shoes. Because um, they're normally the price range of like £70 to 100 Yeah, yeah, yeah. People kind of look down their noses on people who spend a lot of money on trainers. like And a lot of money, by that I mean like £150, £200, which is a lot of money, but compared to like brogues or whatever, when people will happily drop like £400, £500 and not think anything of it. And I just, I wonder why that is, like, why it's, like, a cultural thing, I guess. Like, uh, no, it's, right. it's the bouginess, isn't it? Obviously, like, smart shoes are more classy, isn't it? Trainers, mm. I would feel like that's where it crosses to, like, more urban mm. and more, like, street style and whatnot. Like, yeah. you do have, like, cool, like, an all-white Air Force is, like, the standard, isn't it? It comes across as clean. You could rock it with more or less anything else. Durable. Durable as well. If you well, imagine as well, that. that's why people do look down their noses because, like you said, it's more urban. So yeah. it's like people are like oh, spending all this money on trainers, but then will happily go spend double that on like yeah. perish smart shoes. And it's the same thing. It's still just shoes. Trust me, Jamie. Who do you think are buying these trainers worth 150 pounds more? Like age I feel like young people. Yeah, mostly you get like sneaker collectors or whatever who spend. I was reading actually this morning about a guy who. Well, there was an auction of the most expensive shoes ever sold and he bought 99 of the 100 pairs and the most expensive was like 300 grand for a pair from like they're I like track shoes like old video. Nike track shoes yeah yeah I think um, that's crazy it was mad he owns 99 pairs out of the 100 about 100. the 100 most expensive shoes yeah okay, yeah. okay. but yeah I, like other than kind of guys like him it's mostly like teenagers right and like people in their 20s spending it, all this money do you money. think it's a um, gender thing boys feel more pressure to by trainers than girls or yeah I guess so I mean I feel like it's there's definitely more crossover now as well like you yeah so like trainer shops and you see way more of these like shoes tailored yeah, towards yeah, yeah. women to yeah yeah definitely um, but yeah I think it is it's like young men who don't necessarily have the money to spend on like 150 pair pound of trainers but you do anyway I was getting money from my dad 
like, well, tell him, all right, I'm trying to get shoes for Eid or something because the next big holy celebration's coming up mm-hmm. and everyone's got to look fly. I was just pressured, you know what I'm saying? As an, as an innocent young adolescent, I was pressured. My excuse for new trainers was like, I need new shoes for PE and that, you know what I'm saying? And then I would go, <laughs> I'd go to JD with my mum and pick up like some nice Air Forces because I've been on Air Forces since I was in high school, innit? And my mum would be like, you're trying to tell me you're going to take these like shoes to school and play football in them. I'm like, yeah, mom, That's they're better comfortable. Lie. Like they're gonna make me run faster and that. You <laughs> nah. know what I'm saying? And then the other tactic was like, I was quite young, yeah, but I kind of like managed to calculate like at what point of the month my parents got paid. Because obviously, when you're a kid and you're like, oh, mom, dad, can I have this? If they you don't really have the peas at that yeah. moment, they'll be like, oh, nah, sorry, da, da, da. but Put if you ask, exactly, do you know what I'm saying? They're more likely to be like, hmm. All right, you know what? I'll get them for you. Do you think like social media made you conform to getting these trainers or any form of current trainers? Or is there any like social pressures on buying shoes? I'm 100% sure if you see someone on Instagram with like these new exclusive trainers, like you at least think once like, oh, I could probably make those look good or like, I would like to rock those as well. And I feel like a lot of people do go like oh shit this shoe's coming out next week like i need to have money next week to buy this shoe so i can keep up to date with everyone else mm-hmm. even a lot of these rappers that that do own these pairs, pairs of shoes that they spent up to a thousand pounds for and a lot of their videos you'll see them just wearing a standard air force mm-hmm. do you know what i'm saying because it's, it's just like it's very convenient you know what i'm saying i feel like that's how i would describe an air force one and it. it's convenient but it's also like it sets that standard as but it always. got to that point though where like like you were saying before you've always worn air forces and that must have been because of some sort of like maybe not a so, like pressure but you saw other people influence. wearing them yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly of and course. i think like social influence social media is so much more powerful even than advertising like yes which is sort of um kind of plays in the back of your mind you might yeah you might not feel actively pressured i guess but you can if you see everyone else wearing it you don't want to be the guy in the sort of like scrappy trainers you want it's, like, to be, it's like, indirect yeah like, it just does it you're looking at your phone and you're like raw like no one's rinsing you for wearing no. like shitty shoes, but nobody. But you'd rather not rather, but you want to be wearing those. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's consumerism versus materialism, man. I swear, down. Ed, this is a consumerist society. Everyone wants to buy, buy, buy the latest thing, the newest thing. But do you even have money? Do you have food in your fridge? Do you know what I'm saying? But you want to be buying one hundred fifty pound shoe. Mm-hmm. We had a piece speaking to like kind of 15, 16 year olds who they more kind of buy and sell clothing, but some shoes as well. And still the same, like, still still the same, same, same thing, yeah. thing. Yeah. And they'll be like, they'll work weekend jobs. So like they'll hustle during the week. They'll like to save all their money just to buy one pair of trainers like every three months or whatever. It's crazy. Um, and it all comes down to like what we were saying before, like the kind of social pressure, Instagram. It sounds so cliche to say it, but that is literally it. Like that's why that's the explanation they all give is that. They see other people having this stuff on Instagram. Yeah, they want to shut off on Instagram. They so wanna, they, they yeah. save and they like they dedicate all of their spare time just to like building up to buy this one pair of trainers or this one hoodie or whatever. This money doesn't necessarily mean quality as well. That's like, true. Spend all that money. That's what. And you could probably spend like spend like sixty quid and get a pair of like ugly orthopedic shoes that are like super comfortable. What then? And like, Asics. Asics. Or yeah. <laughs> or like you know what I mean, like something like that, and it will last you years, and they won't like. They're never going to appreciate in value. They're not going to look good, but like you're, you're spending smaller amount of money, but you're getting way more wear out of them. Yeah, Geox sketches. And it's crazy to think though, like how much these shoes are being made for, mm. and then to think how much they're being sold for. Sold for, yeah. And to think about like the conditions 
of like you know the factories where the they're being made and like labor. who's making them. You mm. know what I'm saying? So like to think you know like there's obviously loads of different ways you can invest your money. It's like if you have a general interest in fashion and and in shoes, you know like that's just it'll be extra passionate. Like you might not like a pair of shoes, but because it's exclusive. You know what I'm saying? You could buy it and resell it to someone who didn't have the chance to go to the drop. And it's kind of like you're making someone else's experience like happen. happen do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Makes and there's sense. a whole community in that as well. Like there's endless like Facebook groups, websites, Instagram followings, whatever, where it's like people become friends through doing this. I guess that's yeah, one positive. Love, like, there's love through this still. When I was at school, I remember there being a few Air Max Ones. When I was at school, right, my mum used to put me in wallabies and people would be laughing at me. I used to wear Champion in K-Swiss. People laughing, they didn't care. So then I finally caught some Air Forces and then that was about it. Essentially, what I wear now is what was hot when I was a teenager. Basically, it's all come full circle and it's like I can afford all the clothes that I wanted to wear at the time now. So Jamie, like we spoke about what it was like for us in school mm -hmm. and about like our experience growing up with trainers and about social pressures. How old are you and what was it like for you back when you were at school? I'm 30, so I was at school like 15 years ago. And it wasn't really the same. I mean, there was like, there was a bit of pressure, but I guess I was, when I was at school, it was like, it was more about like subcultures, I guess. It was like emos and like grunges and that whole kind of thing. So it was less... I feel like there's more focus on trainers and like looking good now, whereas then it was like kind of conforming in a different way by buying. You were still it's still conforming around clothes, but it wasn't pressure to buy like the most expensive thing or the most hype thing or whatever. Um, um, so I can't used to wear. It's a yeah. change in generations. Yeah, I think I used to just wear like Reebok classics. In fact, that was like when during that time it was there was a very like anti-brand, anti-label thing where people didn't want to wear branded clothes. They didn't want to wear like oh, really? sort of flashy trainers where you knew what brand it was it was all quite low-key I mean that was my experience at least I don't know what it was like at other schools but I was in Brighton at the time went to school near there and that was seemed to be the vibe the whole way around that city back then there were more kind of scenes or subcultures like that whereas now it's I guess it's all you don't kind of get you don't get like emos you don't get like grunges you don't get that kind of thing and everything seems to be more based around like Instagram, I guess, or like image. image I, feel, yeah. I feel like the music industry has impacted that a lot as mm -hmm. well. Like all of these artists, like the fashion senses and, and the stars, especially artists collaborating with brands and dropping these exclusive shoes as well. Yeah. Like I feel like just over the years, that's that's changed the whole sneaker scene a lot. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's just going to continue to happen. So yeah, we've covered this kind of thing quite a lot on Vice, but it's always, we always try to do it in a sort of um, observational way rather than adding to the pressure where there's certain websites, which I won't name, but you know, like kind of streetwear trainer focused websites, which I kind of feel fuel the fire, creating that buzz and like covering it. If like, if a rapper wears a pair of shoes or whatever, making a huge deal out of it. Whereas we try to sort of be a bit more like, analytical I guess and remind people that you don't necessarily have to be buying all of the shit to kind of fit in or like feel yeah, good 100%. about yourself thank you Jamie for coming in and having this discussion about sneakers and that thanks for having me I feel like this chat was like you know it just really made me think it made me think about my priorities man because 
Now I know where they lie and how much attention I pay to my shoes and my footwear rather than the whole image, do you know what I'm saying? In the future, when I do have the means to be able to spend that much on money, like I'd rather spend like 70 pounds Instead of buying one pair of shoes for £700, I'd rather buy 10 pairs of Air Forces. Do you know what I'm saying? Different Air Forces. Seven, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Because yeah, then that's that's still the same amount, but I've now got 10 pairs of, 10 shoes, pairs of shoes and not just one. You've hacked the system, bro. Thank you for listening to Vent Weekly. I've been Santos. And I've been Nuruddin. And thanks a lot for Jamie for coming in to chat. You can find more of Jamie's articles on vice.com. This episode was produced by the Vent Production team. Jess Lawson, Emilia Gill, Moeed Majid and Kamaya Sheikhao. Vent is a collaboration between Vice and Brent London Bar of Culture 2020. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.